Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Chris, what's up? Mahalo to you, my brother. Mahalo. Um, I, I know this is the we're, we're counting down to the final hours of hashtag TJ in Hawaii. Um, and I, I just one last ride. I just wanted to check on your mental state. See how you're doing. Did the did the palm trees blowing in the wind hypnotize you into a deep state of relaxation? Are you feeling more turned up? Is the Starbucks cold brew finally rotting your insides? Are you tan? How much spam did wow. you eat, etc.? Wow. You know? Well, please, one at a time. I'm one sorry. at a time. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm, okay, I'm so, already halfway. I'm already halfway through a gallon of water today, post workout and smoothie. So I'm obviously firing a little, a little faster than you are. That's awesome. This guy's bragging about drinking water. Um, I the the Starbucks cold brew is rotting me up from the inside <laughs> out. First and foremost, it is a bummer. I only had one spam musubi. It wasn't great, but you know, it got the job done. I am very relaxed. I have we yesterday we drove around endless summer style from and and to to visit all the different beaches and because it was it was like a cloudy rainy day yesterday. Ugh. But in Hawaii, it'll it'll rain yeah. while it's sunny out and like it lasts 5 minutes and then it goes away and then comes back. It's like a it's like a thing. So I got to experience multiple times yesterday just chilling at the beach while it's pounding rain and that is it's a kind of a a surreal situation and then the only thing you can do is just go in the ocean because that sounds like a you're already wet yeah i mean that's a tropical climate kind of vibe you know what i mean where the sun is out the rain is pouring but did it eventually did it eventually clear up or was tj just looking like a wet dog all day long it eventually cleared up, but luckily here in on on the island, you can um, just cruise around in your board shorts, no shirt, were, and that's all you need. Were you, you can, able to Were you able to rent a Jeep Wrangler with no doors or roof, or are you in a regular rental car? At first, when we were talking about that, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's funny," you know. And then while I was driving around, the amount of Jeep Wranglers with the doors professionally removed, yeah, bro, that I saw on this island blew my mind. It was. You know, I, I must have seen dozens of them, and they all look pretty sick. The new ones, the old ones. You take a jeep, you you unbolt the doors, and Mamma Mia, we're cooking with grease. I, I'm surprised that that is legal, but maybe in Hawaii they've made <laughs> they, they've made special allocations because it's such a part of the uh, local culture. Do you know what else is legal in Hawaii as it pertains to the Department of Motor Vehicles? You don't need a helmet to ride a motorcycle here. You can just cruise a hard. Oh, I, I saw a guy flip flops, no helmet. Hell yeah, just just manhandling a fat tail down Wanamaluka Road. Well, Jason, there's no fucking rules. It's much here. much like Hawaii and Florida sound very. Very similar so that this this tracks yeah um, this tracks with the and honestly i think if you're that into motorcycles and you don't want to wear a helmet by choice then i think it's you know let go and let god kind of situation if you want to die you got to die but you know you got to think about the family they they love to have kids out here on the island and you know I don't want to see Pop Pop get taken. I would, I would hate bad, to see after a badass little turn on uh, <laughs> on Route Forty Nine. I would hate to see. I would hate to see Pop Pop lay down the the hog and you know slide underneath a, a Jeep Wrangler and get decapitated. That would be that would <sighs> be bad. That would be bad. Yeah, somebody dropped their loco moco spilling <laughs> hot delicious gravy on the interstate. 
causing you to unfortunately kind of barrel out on the motorcycle and and skid to your death. There's nothing which would really be an island well, bummer, especially if you're. I mean, you know, if you got the if you got the fucking flip flops on, you know, I mean, just the, think about what it'll do to your feet alone. You know what I mean? If you're not wearing leather pants and fucking boots, it's gonna be over for you. Where I'm from, we got the Alpine Stars boxers. Oh, on, you already head to know toe. we're rocking Supreme Alpine Stars head to toe. If I'm getting on the crotch rocket, no question. I need the padded shoulders. I need the flame retardant materials like i'm not i'm going out there looking like i'm going to war like i'm going to give out Mm -hmm. like i'm going to give out water with ted cruz in texas (laughs) because on this on this island bro it is war i did see a lot of when i was mixing with the with the local people here on the north shore it's a little bit different on the north shore bro i'm sorry mixing do you mean like on the cdjs or do you mean like irl I mean, you know, visiting the town centers and shops and food trucks and acai bowl destinations. When you were hitting Louis Vuitton uh, on on the Big Island, it's it's weird to see like where like where we're from. You would see a certain type of person, and you would never see them chilling with another type of person. But I think that over here, the amount of bradas is, is kind of so scarce that you're forced to hang out with somebody that you normally wouldn't if you had the options for for example there was like a truck that pulled up behind us that we were when we were eating our poke lunch in a parking lot you just you just love eating in fucking parking lots and cars this is not even a covid 19 situation for you you're just that <laughs> kind of dude and i don't get it i would prefer to sit down in a restaurant with a table and somebody refilling my my passion fruit iced tea but it is what it is i'm not i'm not afraid of it i'm not above it i'm i am down to to parking that's lot. interesting because i'm i'm both i'm both afraid of it and above it at the same time so it's a little, it's a little <laughs> confusing for me because well, i, I want to get life gets better when you're not above it all you know what i mean no, I, I agree with that and i i will you know i will i'm sure break bread with you in a parking lot and the and probably within 48 hours you know what i mean it's possible at the, you have no you have no choice no no um no but the world is healing. But so, so like we, there's a, there's like a, an SUV of some type, you know, with like a surf rack on it. And the people inside were like two kind of, you know, alternative chicks. They had a bunch of stick and poke tattoos. The, you know, they probably had armpit hair and, you know, they were seemingly liberal. Are you saying that, like kind are of you saying stoner that, chicks, you, surfer people? Are you saying that Ella Imhoff and her friend were in Hawaii when you were in Hawaii? It was much more. You know, Urban Outfitters. I got my first Burger Record seven inch kind of energy. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't the coolest people, but you could you could tell by their vibes that they were like kind of like stoner hippie liberal they, arts types. They of chicks. dipped their toe in the Mac DeMarco pool and they liked the temperature. Right, right, right. So, so we see these people and like, oh, you know, there's some you know coolish people here. You know, it's kind of nice. I feel comfortable and chill. And then. A guy that they were meeting arrived, and the guy he looked like a full TikToker from afar. He had like the the poofy hair in the front. He had some mirrored sunglasses, and his hat was like laying on his head just so, so you could see his little TikToker poof. And you know he had a sick body and all that stuff. But <laughs> you get closer, and he's wearing a T-shirt that says Alpha AF. No, then, no, bro. So he's wearing a shirt that says Alpha AF, and then amidst all of his Etsy style stick and poke tattoos, he has the full from from elbow to wrist forearm we the people logo what and, but but he's a he's like a hawaiian surfer chill hottie tiktok guy shit also like did he have a punisher skull on his on his whip or is it just he had everything but but it was it's weird to see like that vibe that on like a cool hip hottie who's hanging out with other cool hip hotties and just like oh that's just my friend ted he hates blacks yeah he um God, yeah, you know. dude that is like he's like he is really sick like his mom is so nice and he believes that our government should go back to the way it was in the 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that is how I, I honestly think that to me is like, all right, that's probably what your parents are into. So you you yeah. you you hold on to that. You're following that, but you also want to be a cool guy on the internet because that's obviously where we all gain any sort of mm-hmm. self worth from. Um, so you add those two things together, and then maybe he's like a weird. I'm sure there's a whole world of like 
that kind of kid influencer on TikTok for the other. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. sure it's a whole planet that we're just mm-hmm. unfamiliar with, mercifully unfamiliar with, I would say. Yeah, I, it, it makes you wonder, like, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing to have this level of island scarcity to where you're like, there's so few people that I can connect with on the island that I fit in with that I'm forced to become friends with somebody who I should would never be friends with in a normal setting. Like, could you imagine some cool looking people with fun stick and pokes drinking some tecates and listening to some politically charged punk rock hanging out with somebody wearing an alpha af t-shirt and not even thinking about it twice not commenting on it just being like what's up steve have they lost their vigilance or have they found some type of utopian forgiveness that we are lacking is what i'm i wish i could answer that question tj but unfortunately i'm not equipped we're gonna have to dive deeper behind the paywall are you are you ready to come back to the mainland have you had enough of hawaii I've been living off of edibles and poke for the last week, and I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to have my my meats cooked once again, and I'm ready to, to hit some flour. I, 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 that's what it comes down to. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> that it's really, it fucking sucks. Um, do you think the... the So after this extended stay, uh, and knowing me, your, your friend and co-host... What do you think about me in Hawaii? Is it a good idea for me, or do you think I should stick to stick to what I know? I think it's a good idea for you. I was I was walking around, riding my bike around, checking out the scene. I found out how to make Hawaii work for me, and it was not very hard at all. I think the best part about it, or the best selling point for you, is everyone here is exercising, running, biking. You know, like everyone here is pretty active and physically fit. There's health food stores all over the place that are really good. I like that. Smoothies, acai bowls at the fucking gas station. It's it's all going down. Damn, when I stop, so I don't I don't think it would be that hard for you. When I stop to gas up the Kawasaki, I can just get a quick acai bowl. <laughs> that is that is mm-hmm. that that honestly sounds like a dream. But I. uh I'm um they probably give you acai in jail here. That, That's how fucking chill damn, it is. Damn, all right. So I'm going to go down there, get addicted to meth, get arrested just so I can get the free acai. I think is what it sounds like. That that's kind of my new mm-hmm. my new path. I've seen so many people exercising here actually lately and I I kind of forget and, and it's just honestly it warms my heart to see people jogging. You can you can tell that it's like new to them. I I'm 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 not exaggerating. Like <laughs> don't 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 do don't do a sneak dish. No, shade. I'm really like, not. Oh, I'm re- I know. you picked up running. That's cute for no, you. No, I'm really but I've been. This has been my fucking life for. No, years. I'm actually serious. I think it's really important. Okay. I think it's. I think physical activity is like more important than it ever has been. And I just honestly Oof. like people. I know that running is daunting and it sucks. And like that period, like I think it's very easy to go back there mentally for anyone who who runs now. So mm-hmm. when I see anybody attempting that and like going through it i'm very happy because i think that they're they're starting down a path to uh, a better life mm-hmm. they're not taking the easy path they're taking the right path exactly jason much like um the path with the lord and that and that's why that's why i brought my jump rope to oahu you didn't use that, you know, that jump rope thing. once did you that is correct. I, did not use it once. <laughs> I knew it. The only, lazy the only time I touch it is when I had to move it out of the way to find more board shorts in my suitcase. I, what are you going to do? I mean, look, I'm I'm not surprised. Um, I know that you're not quite as fitness committed as some people on this podcast, but I think you True. you go through phases and you bring other things. You you also bring other stuff to the table. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's sure kind of all I have to talk about. So it's good that you have other stuff going on. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you were. You got. You got exercise, and whatever happened on SNL, and that's pretty much what you're good for. Everything well, else. No, I have something. I have something I want to talk about with you. That's also quite important. Um, and it's um. Okay. You know, one of your favorite rappers, Da Baby. Um, he he happened to he Ugh. he he dissed JoJo Siwa, called her a bitch in a freestyle, and it seems like the the inter- <laughs> the internet is is in fact the 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 lyrics. So it's called Beatbox Freestyle, and the lyrics are, You a bitch, JoJo Siwa, bitch. Um, is <laughs> <laughs> Of all the fun, apt things you could call that person, I, I just like calling her a bitch. Like, you know what? I dealt with her on a few occasions, and I just found her to be a mean person. She's just a, a cold-hearted bitch. It's just so funny to me that DaBaby, like, bro... I mean, see, the baby is over. The baby's, the baby the baby's is over. over, but just like 
like what what dude like how on all i mean it's um you know meek mills look we don't know what he went through we don't with her i mean we need to we need to we need to believe da baby and listen to the people who have suffered at the hands of jojo i mean i've suffered by seeing her all over print tesla suv with her face on it at the um at the valet at the americana in glendale and it was cursed i think you might have i think you were with me dead ass that was not the first time that i saw that cursed tesla at that same Americana Valet. I've seen it multiple times. I think she, like, her her captivator who releases her for one hour a day. I haven't seen that. I mean, I, I didn't know who she was. Like, I, I at that point, because that was a couple years ago, I was like, I actually don't know who, I actually don't know who she is. She was like a child on a dancing show, and then she grew up, and now she's a lesbian. Is that what the vibe is? That's, I'm pretty sure that's the breakdown, but I think she's also just a YouTuber. I think that's really where the fame is from. You know, m- much like you and I, um, we're going to, you know, she, she, you know, carved her own niche and has made a career for herself. Go the hell I, I applaud it, personally. Um, and, and, you know... I applaud it. Probably one of the most annoying names a person could ever be named in the history. Oh, of she's. I mean, I've watched a few videos to try to understand what was going on, and she's. Uh, it's unbelievable how annoying she is. It's. It's like shocking that this character could be so annoying and absolutely insufferable, but still make so much money. Again, though, I just. I have to give props mm-hmm. if you're if you're an independent creator and you're racking out and you can afford the valet at the Americana in Glendale you're doing better than you're doing better than me you know so so godspeed you know at a young age i love to i love to see that i love success chris never will know the feeling of buying so much at the americana that they say you know what this valet is on I, I i honestly won't i am unfortunately not a caruso rewards member um and i i do not i don't have the app um you know none of that stuff i'm getting i'm getting sick and tired of carrying you on this podcast <laughs> dude it's i know i'm sorry I, I i actually apologize but yeah i mean i um i i also you know yesterday i, I woke up in a in just a state you know after after my sprints y'all i'm in a state i'm today. just in a damn state you know the failing diet Prada, which we've um we we've we've, we've we've discussed many times on this program about how pathetic that is they came for one of our own tj and and uh <laughs> and i was just not happy you know i i was not i was not happy about it and and um you know i i what are we going to do about it chris i mean I, honestly nothing but i do think that that diet prada um you know coming and and, and like it, honestly like getting a little unhinged on on former how long gone guest and uh writer rachel tashin if you're an account with that many followers and you start screenshotting comments and putting them on their story, you're pathetic. That's like the number. Like that's crazy to me. Like you have you have a half of it. Like you don't need to do that. If that, if that's what you need to make your case, then I feel like it's it's a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, I was just reading comments about you know sewists being offended and quilts being co-opted and Bodie <laughs> blah blah blah. I don't understand how anyone can care about that if that's not their direct job. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you're just like a person who is tangentially likes fashion or like buys clothes. How can you actually care about some surfer bro making quilts that look like Bodie quilts and writing like imp- uh, impassioned comments on the Internet? Like, how can you care? <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. It's a competition of dorks that are like, well, actually, you know, this brand stole the quilting from this society in 2015, and I have I have proof. <laughs> it's like, dude, just don't buy the shit, bro, or make fun of it. That's all you got to do. Like, I do it all the time. Like, it's, it's totally fine. Don't give these people your money and make fun of them every chance you get. It's not that serious. I've always wondered about why people take fashion, specifically fashion, so seriously compared to all the other things that are inconsequential in, in the world. You know, it's just... Good point. Very, it's like a Victorian strange trait that is still passed on today. So anyway, you know, I, I obviously you know where we stand. Fuck Diet Prada, and you know what, Jason? I even had to go as far. I didn't think I would ever do this, but I, I actually did. You report? No, God, no. That's narc shit. I would never do that. <laughs> I I did unfollow though, uh, because as a oh, I'm a big hate. Finally. I'm a big hate follower. And yesterday, I just that, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. He said, "No more." You you're taking the the power back into your hands. That's right. Well, that's good. I'm proud of you, Chris. All you got to do is unfollow, and you'll never have to see it again, except for when me and all my friends retweet it. All that's the time. true. I yeah, exactly. I know. I know you have some of the merch, like kind of you you did a one to rock, one to stock situation on the Diet Prada <laughs> merch. You got you got the neon sign for the crib. <laughs> so it's you know, I, if Diet Prada wanted to come on the pod, would you let them or no? Those nerds couldn't handle the smoke, bro. They're fucking shut ins. <laughs> it's like two dorks that could ne- that aren't successful 
successful? What do they what do they have to talk about? Well, you know, I you know, I <laughs> I did find some memes today. You know, I talked about Anne Hathaway. It's like they, they have nothing to talk about. It's so it's just so irrelevant and I feel like the tide is gonna turn and take the mm. I think that, that the charm has worn off in society in general. Fuck all shut ins. Yeah, well the people who matter will stop following and then it will lose power. You, you know what I mean? Or stop talking about it, I think. It's like the journey begins with one step and you unfollowing was that Thank so i'm sure <clears throat> i mean once this episode goes live it'll send ripples yeah, obviously through, through, the commu- the, through the community yeah they'll send it'll just it'll, do it it'll be a 300 style bloodbath an all-out war decimating their followership i heard a story last night about gerard butler actually speaking of 300 big gb the gb was truly a stick man of a level where he he showed up to a party in a track suit and with within hours had sex with a a practicing lesbian in the bathroom and was and and she didn't she like didn't know what happened she was like i don't know i don't know what happened i don't like men it's he's just too powerful like the 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 appeal of gerard is too powerful and gerard's like yeah um i roofied her i don't really <laughs> no, know. i don't think I don't no. get it like, no, I, I showed up to a party wearing track pants of course i roofied her how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. and uh, Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are... So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash howlong. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Who else possesses that skill? I think. And also the audacity. I think to deflower a lesbian. Mm, I mean, maybe DiCaprio in his prime. Yeah, because I could see Brad Pitt doing that, but you know, it takes a certain kind to want to turn. That's true. Somebody well, I don't sexually. know, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was like a. I don't think it was like a turn situation. I think it was like I'm a man, you're a woman. Yeah, and like we talked. And it, I'm, I'm not even going to ask if if you are uh, attracted to men or women. Yeah, I'm just going to put my penis in you. Yeah, I mean it was consensual, of course. Of yeah, course. but I I just I didn't know because you know I was ta- I was thinking about Gerard and I was like what I don't think I've ever seen that guy in a movie. Like I don't really know anything about him except that he seems like a stick man. He does. I don't know anything. I, I find that happening to me a lot, Jason. Where I'm like I really am familiar with someone's fame but i'm just mm-hmm. not i'm like i don't even know what they're in or i've maybe never seen them in a film or, or television show you could see a photo of them 
and be like, oh, that was taken in 2017, <laughs> leaving Fred Siegel. It was here's the photo credits, blah blah blah. And you're like, name one movie there, and 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 you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, he's in I movies. Just, I don't know. That's just not my problem. You know what I mean? It's not my problem. But you know, <laughs> we got some. We have a big thing coming out tomorrow that this new uh, Woody Allen do- explosive Woody Allen documentary is dropping on HBO. I, I find all of these things. You know, uh, much like the Reply All Bon Appetit podcast, it's just like... I, oh, shit, I forgot about that. I think we know... About, I, I just feel like everything's already out there. Like, unless there's unless there's truly new information, it's just presented in a better way, I guess. Like, in, in, a, in a more, in a more like, entertaining way, for lack of a better term. Obviously, it's like, the, the subject matter is very dark, but a documentary is... Mo- mm-hmm. A documentary on HBO is much more appealing, and, and probably even subscription service aside mass mm-hmm. mass leaning than a ronan farrow fucking five thousand word piece in vanity fair that no one's really gonna read they're gonna just read the highlights you know we've talked so, about that before the power of the documentary of you know it's all info that we all know for the most part just like any good documentary on a subject that you're invested in the whole point of it is like someone's like i want everyone i want more people to know that woody allen is probably a terrible person and we should stop watching his films i mean i think it's it's also it's it's interesting that this i mean it's just like is the guy i mean you know I, I guess he probably still had a fucking deal and shit you know what i mean like i i, I feel like it's already all over for him as far as like this this has done what it's going to do like behind the scenes wise like the accusations have and now this is ju- mm-hmm. this is just the final nail in the coffin to kill him and his legacy and his like yeah you know which which is uh i don't know if that's the purpose necessarily of the documentary makers but i mean they know what the result will be i like the films of Woody Allen, but I am also very excited to see a documentary about how terrible of a person he is for some, you know, macabre reason, like driving by a, a car accident. No, just, no, it's it's that. And uh, you just want to see someone's life systematically taken apart by some editors. Well, I mean, Mia me, me, me Farrow is also insane. Um, so that will be a, a bonus. Uh-oh. You know, so we'll see. I mean, it'll be is it, damn okay. Team the score one for Team Woody. No, no, no. I yeah, I, we'll I just think there. I just think that she is unhinged in a way that is that will make this. It, it ain't helping her. Her no, story is no, what you're it's saying. It's not helping her story. No, no, no. There's a. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. I think that obviously, you know, marrying your stepdaughter doesn't help your story either. Uh, so you know, it, it's it's not uh, it's not an equal it's not an equal match by any means. He he is he. It's not looking good for Woody. But it's just one of those stories that people really care about, and I, I find it so interesting that it's gone on for this long with like out any finality. You know what I mean? It's like this has been going on. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for literally at least ten or fifteen years. Like this being out as a public thing. You know, some uh, some bolts take a little extra elbow grease to unscrew. Man, we take down Weinstein, then we take down Epstein, and then we take down a third Jewish person. Yes, yeah, that's right, that's right. And you know, but it's it's weird because I think about I think about that all the time. Of like, I like the music of chris brown i like the films of woody allen these people are most likely terrible human beings they've done a lot of evil in the world but i still think it's funny to support them or whatever only because it has not affected me personally and then as soon as you know something bad or terrible happens like this where it affects me personally or someone that i love then instantly you're like oh i empathize with everyone else who is sad and affected by this and i don't think it's funny anymore but it really takes us a personal connection like that to put your foot down and stop making team breezy jokes but haven't reached that point you'll never reach that point but you know there's some other stuff i'm outraged about this week is you know amazon giving donald glover an eight-figure deal can you imagine that can you imagine and then he goes and hires well tens of millions ain't that much now that i think about it well I mean, it, it's it's too much for him because he's done one show that's palatable, and then he's made some bad music, and he hired Malia Obama to be in the writers' room already. So people are people are upset. You know, they're calling for you know, uh, so there's they're, call, they're they're saying this word nepotism, which I don't I didn't know. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I've never experienced that, Jason, because unfortunately I didn't choose to get into the nursing or accounting field. Um, but apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's a disease that Hollywood suffers from. Where if if mm. if your parents are famous or rich or in the business, then you will get a job you might not be qualified for, you know, mm-hmm. as like a favor. So if you maybe I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe <laughs> maybe if your dad was the president of the United States for two terms, and then you went to Harvard, mm-hmm. then you went to Harvard. People might answer your your phone call more than others. Is what you're saying? That's what it's looking like. Like I, I'm not. I, 
I'm not an expert, and and unfortunately, like I said, you know, we on this podcast we've had to bootstrap this and really take it to the top without any digital panhandling or help from Joe Rogan or any you know any other big podcasters. But you know, it's it's look, Joe has helped us in ways not financial, just like though, the Obamas the though. The Obamas getting their Netflix deal where like people think they actually do something. It's like guys, they they don't mm-hmm. they put their name on something after they watch it and get fifty million dollars for it, and that is a position that I would love to be in, and that's the position that being the president buys you you know what i mean it's I like no barack might be in that cutting room burning the midnight oil bro the only thing the only thing barack obama's doing is smoking cigs shopping on the lululemon app and playing basketball with his homies that ain't he ain't doing he ain't doing shit bro and as, as fellow playlist curators it it takes a little bit of work to put together those point. playlists. That's, that that's, a, doing, that's right? a great point. That's a great point. And I, you know, unfortunately, um, all of his playlists are trash, and ours are better than his every single week. So check out how long on radio. Um, but mm-hmm. it, but if you think Barack Obama's banging Mac Miller in the White House, you're sadly mistaken. So you know, I I I, <laughs> I, I you know that's just that. But but maybe you know maybe maybe he's like Malia put me on to Mac. So I'm going to get her a job with Donald Glover. Maybe that was the trade, you think? Who would have guessed or who would have known that of all the of all the fun professions in the world, TV writers would be the most annoyed at life. They 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 like to Oh my god, hype yeah. up and complain about shit more than almost any other job. All in they the do all field. they do is com- all they do is complain. They're worse than essential workers. <laughs> they're some of the least essential <laughs> they're workers. the least essential people on earth but it's crazy it's like no they really are the, the most angry i mean i think it's also good yeah any tv writer listening to this suck my dick yeah suck my dick i'm sure i'm sure yeah, write that into your fucking csi you i'm sure that, that it's it's you know it's a thankless difficult job and you know i'm really i, I really feel for you guys but also like season three of young sheldon you tried doing that <laughs> you try doing that i mean you try to do it. I think like any other collaborative job, it's much like a school project when you're put together with people that you that you don't necessarily <laughs> trust or like. Somebody's going to do more of the heavy heavy lifting than others and and that's just the nature mm-hmm. of the beast. I mean, I've never been in a writers room because um you'd love it. I don't consider myself a comedian or an improver, but I do think we could do some damage in the writers room, Jason. You know, I think you you know, what what if we teamed up to be to be <laughs> a do a writing duo and we like approached Hollywood and tried to get some gigs? What do you think? I mean, that is on my to-do list. Take over. So busy. Looked at my podcast. Uh, jump rope podcast. Take over Hollywood. That's the list. It's looking it's looking pretty <laughs> achievable in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait, you know, a lot of people want to have the writers room be a diverse melting pot of cultures and I just want it to be my broskies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're all funny as fuck. All my bros are funny as hell. Me me you Cam Tang, I think is the is the maybe we mm. maybe we just go to maybe Big shout out to Cam Tang killing it on TikTok. Yeah, I got tagged in that video a lot and you know what? There's nothing more flattering to me. Like I don't like like Cam Cam Tang is like the funniest guy on the internet and and I I, I wish he would fully mock me. Unfortunately, he was mocking a general type of person that I somehow fall into. But uh, a full a full CB roast where Cam dresses up like me, I would be honored. I would maybe even pay. Yeah, you might have to pay and follow him, Cam Tang, on Twitter. He does a very funny satirical roast of basically us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the version uh, the the version of us that is making fun of the alternative universe version of us which is more or less just us mm-hmm. but more open about it it gets confusing when you think too hard about it so just watch the video and laugh that that's really watch the video and laugh don't think about it the way i think about god, it god it's it's so funny though he's so funny i i, I like i can't i like forget sometimes and then cuz when when him and jack were doing those complex videos bro that shit is like mm-hmm. that that those complex videos are are funnier to me than almost anything i've ever seen on television in the last 5 years like i would laugh out loud so much much at those kyle mooney you got you got to get cam in your writer's room yeah you need he would he would slice that yeah snl you know i did watch snl clips this morning jason as always um and you know what i liked i did what i I have not had chance well don't worry about it It is the guy from bridgerton which i've never watched because it seems stupid um which guy the hot guy like the lead african-american lead renee blah 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 blah. uh i'm not really sure how to pronounce the last name he was good though actually he's very funny he was he was really good um, but he's also a little slice of all right, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. and on Bridgerton, he's he'd be boxing. You let him beat. I know he's got he's got some. Yeah, he, I heard he got some cakes on him. I heard he exposed the cakes. 
um, on on Bridgerton. Chris, I'm not telling all my Bridgerton secrets. You're gonna have to watch to find. I'm out. sorry. Thank you. Jason's in the, of course, in the pockets of big Netflix. The message boards would not like that. But Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, our favorite Latinx freak, uh, performed, and he did a song. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, something I like that I haven't seen in a long time that I feel like used to happen when we were growing up is like it was him and Rosal. It was him and Rosalia who had Rosalia. Rosalia who had the craziest fingernails I've ever seen on television. Uh, she looked good. Okay, they they look okay. great. They look great. And they they're singing like a romantic song. And then at the end, they like start to like get touch each other and look like they're going to make out, which feels like a very 90s like MTV kind of thing that, mm-hmm. that I haven't that I haven't seen in a while. Remember when Drake tried to do that with Rihanna and it was just dark? Uh, I do remember that. They'd be on stage together singing singing work. And he would like try to like touch her butt, and she'd be like, "No, no, no." <laughs> uh, I I think that it's a cool thing that should come back. Like I think it's cool. I think it's like a little. I mean, obviously they're just it's just doing a little bit of acting. You know what I mean? And I think we we should expect more from our well, pop stars. I think they in in every other country other than America, they're still doing shit like that. Do are you really? Are you watching a lot of telenovelas? I mean, you put on Univision the. I mean, not to bring it up again, but the the fine weather casters, they're doing all that shit, too. They're, they're forced to kiss on every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you give the... The producers over there are like, hey, it sells. You give the- <laughs> they're not wrong, but it is problematic if you ask me. You give the weather report and you just have to kiss the host on, at the desk before the show ends? No, no, a little kiss, huh? <laughs> Everyone was objectified and treated poorly. I know you would love to be objectified, and that's you know that's something I try to do as much as possible. Doesn't really happen to me anymore as the years tick by. Well, <laughs> you look you look eighty six, and you're so tall that it could be intimidating. So I see the problem there. Eighty six. No, I'm just. I'm kid. about to eighty six. You from my life. Don't make a food service joke, bitch. I'll I'll trust me. I'll leave you at the pass. It ain't nothing for me. I need a runner. I got I got a Chris Black dying on the line. <laughs> Nobody save him. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. I I introduced. Uh, Shout out to all my essential workers in the food service industry. Shout out to G Easy. Um, I was introducing. I was introdu- I was introducing um, Mikey and Tim to and to one of his classic songs where it says, "I it ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe." Um, mm-hmm. With with ASAP Rocky remix featuring Cardi B um, last night and. <laughs> It ain't safe. I had is he and he's what talking about not scary for him. What is what is it not safe in his life? I any pair of leather pants that he sees at Barney's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> the 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 lighting of a pair of Vans old schools. <laughs> the 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 the, the uh, hair. I will attempt. I will attempt heel flips in these. The, so it is not safe. The hair wax section of his, his salon. Uh, I, I honestly, I, I don't know, but I just, I, you know, I hate Gerald on record and he's the corniest guy of all time, but that song is a smash. It really is. No comment. You know, it's a you smash. can never praise the music of G. You played that song in the club. No, it's not a smash. You played that song. Fuck no. Yeah, you did. I, I have a little something called morals, no, you Chris, did, bitch. and I would never introduce a G easy song onto my iTunes, onto my Serato, onto my record box, unless it was a remix that he was presenting the third, fourth or fifth Let verse. Let me say this about Grease Monkey Gerald. The the brilliance of that song, or the 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 best part of that song, is that he he lets ASAP Rocky, also a bad rapper though, but go first. So people are like, "This is a Gerald song," but he knows somebody is cooler and more famous than him, so he's going to put him on first, which I think is a smart. Do you do you think that Gerald made that decision, or somebody, uh, some powers that be, made that decision for him? Perhaps you know what, Jason. Regardless, the song came out with his name on it, so I I'm mm-hmm. going to say maybe an A and R executive from Interscope maybe made that decision. Um, or you know whoever produced the song might be like, "Yo, Gerald, check this out." Not unlike um. The weekend featuring Ariana Grande. Someone had the smarts to let Ariana take the wheel on that F1 and drive it home. So Texas, did the water, Is it? are people okay in Texas now? I know that it's affected the podcast community. I saw my dog, Harry, yesterday. Uh, I, we went to, actually, you know, I, I posted up at Burger Lords and, and, and hosted a few a few friends for our meal and, and coffee. Harry's from, from Houston, and uh, he said it was pretty fucking lit. He said that his he said that his sister at one point was using snow to flush the toilet. <laughs> I've look as somebody who's flushed a lot of snow down the toilet, it ain't easy. I didn't know you'd done that before. 
Well, my uh, my cool Coke joke fell on deaf ears there. Oh, it like. I thought you were making a. I thought you were referencing the time you were stuck at at, at the lake house and you almost died. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was referencing a clip song from two thousand four. It did seem bad over there. I saw that Dasani Ooh. donated multiple eighteen wheelers of water to to Texas, and then I was I was going to ask you if so. Let's say you're you feel like you're dying, and Ted Cruz knocks on your door with with a mask below his nose, and he's got two crates of Dasani. Are you are you saying I'm st- below his nose? I'm straight, bro. Or are you taking the Dasani from Cursed Teddy? It, it is funny to make Dasani jokes, yes. But when, you know when people say like, "Oh, like Twitter fried my brain." Yeah, like, truly, this is truly. a hellscape. Blah blah blah. Like situations like that are like oh it it is real mental damage going on because the first instinct of like oh these people are like dying they're freezing of hypothermia they have no running water they have no heat it's like a real serious issue and then dasani is like here's thousands and thousands of bottles of water at least maybe that can help save some lives and then all of twitter is like Dasani be tasting like pennies, though. No, it's 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 actually bad, and also it's like I mean, it's funny. Like I said before, you know, when it when it it's funny as hell until it affects you. And if you are actually dying in Houston, then you're gonna take that Dasani. You're gonna take you're gonna take the Dasani. But I think it was pretty bad. But when it snows two inches in Atlanta and it like causes traffic, that's funny. Uh, when people are dying and their houses are like exploding, <laughs> it's like not very funny. I, I just don't. You know what I mean? It's like it's such a clear difference to me. Like when. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, you guys yeah. aren't prepared for snow versus like, oh, no, this is like a tragedy. And I mean, there's more to it. Yeah, I'm sure with all the power grids and shit, which I obviously don't read about because it's fucking boring. But it, there, there is there is a, a deeper issue, I'm sure. Uh, but um, things like this happen and it shines a light on how this entire infrastructure of this country is holding on by a fucking thread. And all it takes is a few days of snow in Texas to ruin thousands of people's lives. Luckily, COVID's over. So at least we can move on. You know, I'm just i'm really happy to have you back bro i've missed you you know so i'm ready for well i'm ready to play some tennis you ready to lose um i mean i've i've played a couple times since you've since you've been gone kelly clarkson voice have you improved well you know i was talking to my coach about this and he's he's you know he was saying to me he gave me a few tips on how to destroy you and and it's basically just your style of play is very annoying and once i can get Mm -hmm. get past that mental block and just overpower you with my tenacious (laughs) tenacious <laughs> tenacious baseline grazing uh top spin having forehand um yeah you will you will be deemed powerless eventually and it's just taken me some time to get there so you're saying you know the first step on the road to victory you have made you know what you have to do to beat me. exactly yes so exactly. now you begin the slog the years long journey yes to maybe get to that point where you start yeah. to I don't, be I think year, I able think, to think about the idea of beating me. I think me. years long might be a little... As you get... As you get prog- this is your Tony Hawk's I, 900 exactly, moment. Exactly. I'm putting on my knee pads right now, bitch. No, but as you, as you continue to get older and more out of shape, and I continue to age in reverse and get in better shape... <laughs> I think I think that there's a chance that that could help sweat. So there is a there will be a moment of singularity when I actually do turn 86. You will <laughs> yeah, exactly. be able to beat yeah, exactly. me. Yes, in on? approximately 46 years, um, as we are okay. once we're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for this podcast, and we've also won two podcasting mm-hmm. Grammys. Potties. We will be at my we will be at my private clay court in Brentwood, and I will finally finally beat you and mm-hmm. then mosey over to my walker where my caregiver will take me in to give me a shower and i will unfortunately have to blame my caretaker for not wheeling my chair in the right direction predicting one of your one of your volleys and uh you know i will i will smash that racket i like novak style i like that i know shout out to Djokovic for winning last night you're still a cursed loser but you know he's he's absolutely just taking people down left and right Fuck you. he's such a nerd he's such a nerd he's the diet he's the diet product of tennis players <laughs> Damn, <laughs> yeah I, I um well s- sadly for you i did spend my entire trip playing tennis alone every single day in a public park that's that's, that's cool. I just that you, so, hit serves. So that was easy. I just hit serves. Thousands of serves were happening this week. Did you uh, shirtless? I'm listening to pods. God, I'm listening to pump up, 
pump up music. I have many serves at my you, disposal. You, now. you shirtless listening to Red Scare serving alone is like, <laughs> damn, that's a movie, bro. I'm I'm glad that sounds pretty sick, doesn't it? It, it? honestly does sound pretty sick, and I'm I'm happy that you were able. You're to- jealous as hell. I was over. You know, it's me, all the park locals, all the homeless guys, <laughs> all the people using the drinking fountain to wash their shoes. <laughs> We're all posted up, and we're building, we're vibing. They're like, hey, that was a TJ, the slice. slice. Can it get any slicier? And I'm like... How does your wrist feel? Because I find some some wrist pain after stuff like that. Is it feeling strong? uh, Even though my wrist is not thick or girthy whatsoever it feels a-okay good i'm glad you're healthy that's because that's what honestly I, I don't like when you i know you were having a little knee problem i don't like that i like i like you don't like to win that way uh i don't like i just like everybody to be healthy because i think our bodies you know like i'm having some weird foot stuff like uh on my on my arch and like right where my toe connects to my to the rest of my foot and you know i'm gonna have to see an acupuncturist hunter's given me you know hunter hunter's gonna hunter will provide me the list of stretches and exercises to strengthen that muscle yeah, and um, Hunter's stretch for my hip flexor. Ooh, that one really helped out. I'm almost 100% cured. That, that's a spicy ass stretch, man. I, the first time he showed me that, I was like, I don't think I can do that, actually. I don't know if my body can bend that way. No, I couldn't do it. But now I figured out how to do it. It's a lot easier if I have a little rail to grab onto. It's it's nice to it's nice to use something for balance and then let that thing go mid stretch because you you find <sighs> oh, your you find fuck. yourself grounded. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's like a like a stubborn cripple learning to walk again at the physical therapy. Exactly, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it, and you can. And I'm glad your hip flexor's open. I'm glad your knee's feeling good. Um, what you know, one quick anecdote uh, that really set me ablaze this week before we before we leave. <laughs> Is that you know I did get a new car one week ago, and um, I got lightly I got lightly rear-ended in in Hollywood leaving leaving a meeting, and I am just like it really it, it really it really put it it really put car ownership and how awful it is really back into perspective. I was feeling good. I'm like, oh, this car is nice. Everything works. This is great. And now I've got to, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that I need to take care of, but it obviously is very, very minor. And uh, luckily I was with Dylan from Rebounder. None of us were injured. My neck is fine. Um, Thank God. Yeah, his vocal cords are still intact. <laughs> so it was one of those car accidents where it was minor enough to where you don't need to immediately go take it to a body shop and have it repaired, get the loaner car for three weeks type of shit. You're like, you could live with this probably. I can, but I don't want to. As a perfectionist, you know, Jason, I like things to be crispy, um, you know, much, yeah, much like Well, my- you know, especially since it's a lease, you should get that sorted out sooner than later. You know, we don't want anyone to think it's your fault. Um, but I, I was, it was upsetting and it, and it really made me feel like um, L.A. driving is as cursed as I thought it was. Damn. Well, I can't wait. Apparently, I do need to return to Los Angeles because it sounds like your life has been pretty boring without me. You know, all the the the, the height of your activities was getting into a fender bender. Um, so don't worry, Daddy's coming home. Yeah, we need you back. I need a home cooked meal, TJ. To be honest with you, is is we're gonna need to do some sue in this week, and I, I I mean ASAP. Okay, this bitch needs a steamed vegetable bowl. I do exactly, exactly. I need TJ's touch. You want a big old trough of tahini, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah, I need tahini. Mm. I did. So like I said yesterday, I did go to Burger Lords in Highland Park, uh, the worst neighborhood in L.A., and I posted up um, with your bro- with your brother and Big Fred over at Burger Lords. I was able to um, treat a uh, friend of the show and mud can designer Sam Jane uh, and, his, and his partner Jess to a, a, a goner meal. They both enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I obviously did not eat one because it does not uh, align with my diet. Um, <laughs> so, and then I and then I went to uh, I, I, my friend Harry came by, got him a coffee. So I got some real time reviews. But the the coffee is um, we had a big day yesterday. It's uh, Burger Lords. It, well, it has it. To, uh, well, I mean, I guess now Burger Lords has cans um, on Monday. But but the the sell through online was pretty quick. Uh, it's gone. And then next week it'll be at Wild Air in New York. And um, Alimentari flaneur it's a uh it's like a little farmer's market kind of cookbook style shop in new york so that should be up online or at their store sometime this week and also at wild air at wild air uh, if you are in new york stay uh watch those 
shops spaces and you should be able to call because it's sold out online in 10 minutes and we're working on batch two right now we'll get that done asap because the the mud the mud you know from our view the mud should be a, a constant rotation and also uh, you know we are sorry that it's sold out so fast for everyone who couldn't get it we we didn't we we did make a lot of it too so i'm it, not it kind of is I'm, surprising I'm not us. sorry um if you if you <laughs> slept or didn't get bots that's kind of on you losers so figure it out i mean i just don't want people to think that we only sold out because we made 30 cans oh yeah we don't do pre-orders on this side we made we made uh, we made a full stack we made some real we had yeah it wasn't in the tens it wasn't in the hundreds it was in the thousands of cans and this shit dead our mud our mud our mud stock looking like donald glover's wallet after the amazon deal you know what i'm saying it's not (laughs) the number is looking very close Mm -hmm. it's looking very close but yeah i'm about to get i'm about to get thirteen hundred (laughs) dollars straight into the wells fargo business checking like that you already know you already know um but yeah anyway more mud news coming soon but um more mud is coming soon and the you've been seeing my tote bag on the instagram that is going to go up when is that going to go i up? don't know the new soon. colorway uh the new we did you know in the next we week did it, two, we did a new colorway of the tote bag with with uh sam jane so that'll, that'll be up soon and and jason and i are both you know he's relaxed and ready um for how long gone grammy's week coming up this coming week <laughs> i mean it's chock full of 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 grammy nominated artists coming to talk to us about anything but their music and and this doesn't stop this is this is a global crusade we're we're going from LA to New York to to Canada. I mean, it doesn't stop, guys. This is going to be this. This could be Jason. Is this the biggest week in how long gone history? At coming off the mud. I mean, if you're a music lover, yes, watch this space. But yeah, <laughs> we just keep blowing up, and we want to thank all you guys for listening to the show for for listening to us when we say hey we're selling coffee you should buy it the, you know the support has been amazing and dead ass thank you yeah dead ass thank you all it feels exciting all joking aside this shit is getting lit and it, it's it's the 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 campaign is strong and um we're having a good time doing it uh jason i'm starting to grow something called self-confidence because of you guys thank you and chris is starting to take his exceeding self-confidence and <laughs> find a new plateau <laughs> that was previously unknown um it's, it's wonderful you don't you don't want but yeah i'm gonna go jump rope you don't want me to turn down bro this is lfmao um all right i will um <laughs> i will talk to you later uh have a safe flight back to the the mainland um i, I hope your final hours in oye are are i hope you're blowing in the breeze like those beautiful palms jason well right now i'm trapped inside of a hot closet <laughs> with uh my girlfriend's clothes on the rack and you know, I am sweating. The air conditioner is turned off. You know, this is what I do. I'm looking outside now, and my girlfriend is overlooking the patio. Well, Jason, and the ocean is breezing. Don't make you think people you know, are g- starting to smell a little bit. You think people are going to feel sorry for you for podcasting <laughs> surrounded by a designer? That's what I do every fucking episode, bro. What do you? What do you? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? You're sweet for saying that <laughs> it, that it, we are surrounded by a designer. You know, it is it is true. Thank you. Yeah, the more coffee you guys buy, the more Jason can buy designer clothing for the first time in his 40 years. So that's that's a plus. Don't worry, and the clothing is not for me; it's for my life partner. Um, <laughs> okay. I would never wear a designer. Uh, all right, Jason. Thank you. Uh, how long gone? We're back all week. Literally, it's stacked to the fucking gills. So stay tuned. Okay. Au revoir. Au revoir.